All right. Today we're going to hopefully complete session 98, Law of One, received September 24, 1982, um, a little bit less than 36 years ago, 312s. Um, a lot of this, or let's say actually all of it, was originally put into Book 5 commentary, all personal material of one sort or another. In the first uh, portion last week, we talked about psychic attack. <clears throat> Ra gave some very long answers, like 98.5, about um, how the 5D negative entity was working on Carla and working on the whole group. And <clears throat> how our own blockages, like, for example, fifth ray, Blu-ray communication, as well, which also Blu-ray indicates or, or pertains to self-understanding. So Blu-ray, as I've said many times, pertaining to uh, self-understanding and um, effective or um, uh, capable uh, self-expression and communication and knowing the minds of others or understanding them and being able to listen. <laughs> knowing them is not the same as being able to listen to them. So <clears throat> it's important to learn to listen it's important to know others, but we really do that only as well as we first, I think, understand ourselves and, and know how to speak. Know how to speak or is have some skill in self-expression communication. And there are a lot of uh, spiritually minded people who have a good heart and want to help <clears throat> that have all sorts of uh, no-go zones in terms of things they don't want to look at in the world or about themselves in the shadow. And that leads to Blu-ray blockage. And so the 5D negative Orion entity was working on group uh, fifth ray blockages associated with their, their challenges of staying and leaving or moving to a new home. <clears throat> and so um, after that discussion of psychic attack, uh, the questions go into uh, focus on the cat, the cats of LNL. So we started 98.6. Don says, thank you to the teaching about psychic attack and how Carla could help herself. He says, thank you. The second question is, quote, our oldest cat, Gandalf, has a growth near his spine. Is there any factor that makes the surgical removal of this growth less appropriate than the surgical removal of the growth that we had performed a year ago last April? And would the most appropriate actions on our part to aid his recovery be the visualization of light surrounding him during the surgery and the repeating of ritual phrases at periodic intervals while he's at the veterinarians. Meaning, um, Gandalf, the cat, has another growth, it seems. Uh, the last was removed, and the, this one um, is slated for surgery. And how to help him? Uh, visualizing light during surgery, sending love, and then repeating ritual phrases while at the veterinarian. Uh, is there any factor, basically, would the most appropriate action um, be this or that? Ra, Don asked a couple of questions, uh, and Ra's answer is no, the first answer, 98.6, in terms of what. Um, pretty much, is there any problem with surgery or our plan to help him spiritually, magically, these ways. 
I think that's what Ross was saying no to. 98.6 Ross says no. There is no greater cause for caution than previously, and yes, the phrases of which you speak shall aid the entity. Although this entity is in body complex old, and therefore liable to danger from what you call your anesthetic, its mental, emotional, and spiritual distortions are such that it is strongly motivated to recover that it might once again rejoin the loved one, Carla, or the group, others. Keep in mind that this entity is harvestable third density. So, <clears throat> second density body, second density beingness, cat, here, Gandalf, already harvestable before the end of the incarnation. It can also be that, that some people or some animals would be harvestable to the next dimension before the incarnation, but choose to incarnate in that dimensional level, you know, a cat or a human, um, yet again, even though they're already harvestable, just to what, increase their preparation for harvest or graduation? Many reasons. And so, or help others. So, <clears throat> some <clears throat> of the animals we may have as a pet are already harvestable. <clears throat> some are nearby and some are not. And um, the, the interesting other principle here is that uh, despite an old body and real vulnerability in the surgery, in this case to, to anesthesia. Uh, any entity, I would say, <clears throat> where um, there is a pretty well-developed mind, including emotional and spiritual complex or um, basic deeper awareness of, of the big picture of self and path and life, uh, that kind of person or animal may well have stronger motivation to get better because um, they know what wellness is at some deeper level, even if they haven't experienced it recently. And there's the desire to be with the loved one. And so um, some people, we see this sometimes, people hang on in illness or recover because they don't want to separate from the loved one. <clears throat> that, that's not unusual at all. Uh, but there is a connection between mental, spiritual development and the capacity to love, obviously, and therefore the capacity to heal or the motivation to heal to continue with the loved one or to continue here in a loving way. So there are many, you know, enormous range of positive consequences from personal development, um, including for animals. 98.7. <clears throat> Would you explain the reason for saying, quote, keep in mind that this is harvestable third density. It's Ra really said, this entity is harvestable third density. And tell me if you have any other specific recommendations with respect to the proposed operation on the growth. Don is being very complete and also careful and <clears throat> uh, close questioning Ra uh, to explain what was unclear from the last response. Uh, and is there anything else we're missing we can do to help? Ross said, we stated this in order to elucidate our use of the term, quote, spirit complex, end quote, as applied to what might be considered a second density entity. The implications are that this entity shall have far more cause to abide and heal that it may seek the presence of the loved ones. And 98.8 was, again, pushing on the second part of the question. Is there any 
additional recommendation Rock would make with respect to the proposed operation, and Ra said no. So Ra was um, elucidating um, or stating the harvestability of Gandalf, <clears throat> uh, which is directly related to the development of Spirit Complex, as well as Gandalf's motivations to stay, or something that they should know about their cat and its own mind. Uh, you know, this is also something that we sometimes, I mean, I imagine as a parent one would feel that to the children, and as a partner one might feel that to a loved one in distress. We may underestimate their own commitment to getting better, or their own commitment to um, taking good care of themselves. You know, so the parent may think, my child is vulnerable. True. But how about my child may strongly desire not to have trouble for itself, and therefore may have discernment and be careful and make good choices, uh, even if they're vulnerable and even if they're into a difficult situation. And so, in the case of Gandalf the cat, um, Ra is talking about his spirit complex development, which is associated with harvestability, which is um, uh, feeding, feeds motivation. And so we're talking about the spiritual basis of motivation, the metaphysical basis of motivation being harvestability or development of mind spirit complex. So people with greater mental spiritual development may have a stronger motivation uh, for something that they want uh, that we may not even recognize um, likewise, I would say that people with a higher spiritual mental development, when demotivated or in a dark night of the soul, um, may really throw their life to the wind, may really crash and burn because they, you know, seriously as fuck don't care. I seriously don't give a fuck about me and throw themselves into the gutter and roll around and stay. Um, that happens. Um, out of self-punishment or blame, out of uh, old grief, um, out of fear, um, hopelessness. And so the greater the sinner, the greater the saint. The greater the saint, the greater the mental-spiritual complex development. Saint doesn't mean good. Saint just means a highly developed mental-spiritual. And mental includes love, right? There are two sides of love or two sides of mind. There's the giving and the taking. The giving is very much Blu-ray, and the taking is very much Green-ray. So love as mind receiving, and wisdom as mind transmitting, or mind expressing. Uh, when mind and spirit both are well-developed, um, motivations are refined uh, both on the positive and the negative, or both for our well-being and when there's a rejection of self-care. Uh, so the greater the saint, the greater the mental-spiritual development, and the greater the mental-spiritual development, the stronger or more deeply rooted motivations generally are, or more deeply rooted motivation may well be, and that's for their own benefit and um, harm if they turn against themselves or be, fall into self-punishment. So that's a problem. 98.9. Don goes on, I was wondering if I was correct in my assumption that the reason for the growths, tumors, was a state of anger in the cat Gandalf, 
because of the introduction of the newer cats into his environment. Was I correct? Jealousy and anger. Ross said, the original cause of what you call cancer was the distortion caused by this event. The proximate cause of this growth is the nature of the distortion of the body cells, which you call cancer. So there's original cause and proximate cause. Actually, you know, causality is uh, deep, broad and deep, and is as deep as the law of karma, and goes back as far as experience, you know, goes back to second density for all beings or further. And so uh, <clears throat> the original cause is not even um, the distortions caused by the event, and the distortions of mind or anger um, are not caused by the event anyway. It's um, the anger triggered by the anger that arose in Gandalf, triggered by the event of newer cats in the environment, meaning maybe wait another cat in the house. The anger triggered by the in by the event. Um, not being released or healed or, you know, purified by love wisdom, but being held and attached to and grasped by Gandalf uh, was the original cause. And then you can go further and wonder, why is it that we, or Gandalf, um, choose to, re to, to retain our distortions like anger rather than heal them? when indeed we're not healing them. In cases when we, people who walk around angry all their life, or when we can't give up, get out of a certain anger. Why? Why are we stuck in our anger? It ain't caused by you, it's caused by me. It's my problem, not yours. The event didn't make my anger. I made it um, by the event as a trigger, and um, I'm choosing to hold it for certain reasons. So distortions, you know, in this case, a bodily illness, cancer, or a, can a tumor caused by cancer as a result of long-term held anger, as the result of um, or having been triggered into a rising or uh, triggered to manifest in Gandalf by the event in relation to his mind. <laughs> it's not every mind will be triggered in the same way, by any event, some other cats would be fine with it. Uh, but, mm, you know, Gandalf, on, you know, got angry. And then couldn't get out of angry. And there are reasons why he or we stay stuck in anger, stay stuck in sorrow, stay stuck in self-punishment. At some level, <clears throat> we, I believe, we have some sense that it's right to stay here. I... I you don't deserve me to forgive you. I don't deserve forgiveness. Um, this is too terrible for me to ever stop grieving and mourning. Um, or I really am bad, and I really do deserve uh, continual self-blame, criticism, self-punishment, um, and, and, and disliking myself and not appreciating myself. I deserve it and you deserve it, and it shouldn't be otherwise. And so there is some kind of um, very subtle um, self-justification or justification that people, we have, um, for holding distortions. And that's where the real problem is, I believe. The 
desire to retain the distortion, not the arising of the distortion. The arising of the distortion is not a problem. The problem is the unrecognized attachment to the distortion, which is retaining the attachment by some belief that we ought to be this way and stay this way. And that, that's a whole deeper level. 9810, are there any other cancerous growths at this time within, within the cat, Gandalf? Yes, there are other. And Don goes on, can we alleviate those? And if so, how and where are they? Now Ra, you know, uses his x-ray vision. Ra said, none can be alleviated at this space-time nexus. One is located within the juncture of the right hip. Another, which is very small, is near the organ you call the liver. There are also small cell distortions under the, may we call it arm, meaning the frontal appendage, to distinguish the upper appendages on both sides, like in the lymph gland or nodes area, perhaps. So Gandalf has a number of tumors, and, you know, a lot of people probably do. <clears throat> a lot of people probably have um, all sorts of um, subclinical pathology. Uh, a lot of us probably do. A lot. And so, meaning a lot of people have stuff and may live to a ripe old age, whatever that may be, 80, 90, 80, 95, whatever. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> you know, some very high souls that get out in their 60s. You know, a lot of, uh, Nityananda didn't go to 70. Gautama, I think, was 80. But <clears throat> a lot of high souls, um, you know, <laughs> they, don't, they, they did their job. They're finished at 60. And uh, by 65, they're out the door. They're off to the higher dimensions, and this this uh, play is over. But <clears throat> you can see how uh, pathology may be m multiple, yet subclinical or pre-symptomatic. And uh, the, this is associated, perhaps, with anger that, that uh, Gandalf has in many towards many other cats or different aspects of, of his anger. Why would there be anger? Why would there be a tumor at the right hip? <laughs> well, I don't know. What what happens at the hip? Hip maybe is a second or third chakra of fifth subplane, I call it, right? So ankle one, knee three, hip five uh, subplanes. Maybe there's some, um, you know scratching or uh, aggression with the back legs <laughs> for Gandalf against these cats associated with his anger. Who knows? But uh, the process by which, as Ross said, catalyst not accepted by mind and spirit is then offered to body, leading to symptomology or pathology or illness uh, for human and animal um, is common, is normal, is the norm. And as um, I get a sense from reading PureDhamma.net, the sec, you know, the talks that I gave on views, action, path, uh, where there's an extended discussion about human and animal afterlife conditions or the karmic um, dynamics and reincarnative process of humans and animals in paraloa, paraloa meaning the kind of beyond dimension or intermediate state between incarnation and uh, coming back into reincarnation between death and birth. Um, humans and animals are very similar. And also fourth density is less different than third density than you'd think. Or the astral plane, 
space 3D time space is not as different than 3D space time as we might think in some ways. Likewise, fourth density as a whole has, shares a lot with third density. So second density shares a lot with third. Third density shares a lot with fourth. Fifth density shares a lot or some with fifth density with fourth, but things start to get funky in fifth density, meaning <clears throat> um, experience as mind generated comes to be known really well. And then you see that form is emptiness. <laughs> form is just a display of mind. And when mind changes, form changes too. And the environment is not as objective as we thought. So uh, there's further discussion of Gandalf 98.12. Don again goes uh, back to, is there anything that we can do to alleviate this, these problems that are other than surgical, that would have a good effect to help Gandalf alleviate them? <clears throat> and this is the whole issue of uh, treatment beyond diagnosis. I mean, we can know our problems and know something about their causation, you know, what my problems are physically and mentally, emotionally. We can know something about their causation. Okay, these symptoms in body probably relate to these conditions in mind uh, distortion patterns, particularly anger, aversion, and desire or sorrow, grief, or self-punishment, or... Um, um, in unwillingness to be honest with oneself and see things clearly, fear. So uh, the triad, anger, desire, fear, or anger, sorrow, uh, fear, uh, often as the basis of physical symptomology. Um, but then what about treatment? What about getting out of this? And that's a whole other story because there, there are aspects of um, karmic process or karmic return um, and long-term multi-incarnational healing that um, that are in play that don't um, don't always that, that often don't support complete uh, alleviation or healing or resolution in any one lifetime there a lot of some conditions we're facing are ultimately multi-incarnational products <clears throat> in body mind or life circumstance and that's another very subtle so what else can we do to alleviate these problems? And Ross said, continue in praise and thanksgiving, asking for the removal of these distortions. There are two possible outcomes. Firstly, the entity shall dwell with you in contentment until its physical vehicle holds it no more due to distortions caused by the cancerous cells. Secondly, the life path may become that which allows the healing. We do not infringe upon free will by examining this life path, Gandalf's, although we may note the preponderance of life paths which use some distortion such as this to leave the physical body, which in this case is the orange ray body. So orange ray body, second ray body. You know, to say cats and animals are second density beings is not quite so. <laughs> A more sophisticated account would be uh, animals, <clears throat> or Gandalf the cat, is a seven-dimensional being uh, in a second-ray body, orange-ray, second-dimensional body, with an orange or second-dimensional um, ray, second-ray mind activation. The activation of body and mind of this seven-dimensional being is second. The activation of a human being 
who is seven-dimensional, is third in body-mind. Spirit complex is a little bit different. And so there were two possibilities Ra foresaw. Um, one is simply um, non, non-healing of the physical cancer tumors, and Gandalf will live with them comfortably and die uh, sooner from those you know, pathological conditions. Second is um, healing, healing of the physical. And the life path may become that which allows the healing. Is a whole lot deeper and broader way of phrasing and uh, basically implying the metaphysics. We're talking about much, we're talking about multi incarnational metaphysics, not the metaphysics of one, of, of a conscious mind desire only. Conscious mind, I want healing. Okay, fine. But, you know, the law of attraction and the secret um, pertains to uh, uh, us as seven-dimensional beings with past lives and future lives to come, overseen by higher self, who um, may have a very different set of intentions for the incarnation than the conscious mind desire to get attraction, to attract some good condition or be healed and free of an illness. And so, what makes healing? It's not simply the conscious mind and your conscious decisions and activities. That's not all. Sorry. You can be as clear and loving and wonderful and affirmative and positively visualizing as possible, and you can do Om Nyoho Renge Kyo. You know? You can do your mantra, and you can do your silver mind control. And you can do your visualization, and you can do your law of attraction secret methodologies and techniques and meditations, and it still doesn't heal. Absolutely happens all the time. (laughs) Not unusual, very common. Why? Because you can say at a higher level, the life path allows or disallows healing. Not simply the it's not simply the doing of the conscious mind. The life path includes the pre-incarnative intentions of higher self associated with the karma carried in from past lives associated with the work that's slated to be done in this incarnation in relation to the karma brought in from past lives in relation to future lives in relation to distortions that will be resolved only in future lives that don't even surface for you now you know you heal one distortion you say I'm healed well that's shallow. You're healed of that. What about deeper level distortions in mind or body? You don't know. <laughs> Generally, people don't know. Generally, people are so unwilling to admit how little they know. <clears throat> so, humility is realism. <laughs> humility is, is the product of, of clear perception. Humility basically means I know how little I know, and I know how much there is to know. <clears throat> and so, it's not simply... You that do healing, no matter how clever your New Age techniques may be, and how true or useful or valid they are, the life path be, may become or may not become that which allows healing. So this is a very subtle point and very important. The conscious mind is not running your life. <laughs> conscious mind doesn't run incarnation. Higher self and karmic flow and, um, and conscious mind in the moment, uh, seemed to me to run the incarnation. 
anyway, Ross said we don't not infringing on free will. <clears throat> um, but they're also noting something important, which again pertains to animal and human lives, which is uh, the preponderance of or commonality to or normative condition. How commonly it is that people and animals' life paths, incarnative flow, use illness to get out of the body and end the incarnation. And you can say, oh, you know, like Ajahn Cha, a great, great teacher of Thailand, died of cancer, I believe. And a couple of, um, it's not unusual that some Buddhist and Hindu teachers of whatever achievement, I couldn't say, uh, die of cancer or some disease. Uh, it's certainly, you can say, related to their own distortions. Those distortions may have nothing to do or not so much to do with this lifetime. They may be distortions carried in from the past. That higher self, um, you know, knowing the mind of the lords of karma or knowing the, the karmic, uh, karmic justice very well, um, karmic in, karmic carry through, carry over from past lives, that higher self realizes can best be balanced by dying of a certain illness um, in this lifetime and not healing a certain illness or pathological condition, dying of it, leaving the physical body thereby. Uh, and if we have our shallow view that uh, spiritual development equals perfect health, <laughs> give me your money, so they say, <clears throat> um, then we won't, we'll think that there's some great failing. And there might be a great failing, but the great failing of that teacher, spiritual leader, who dies of cancer or something, may simply be that there was no other way to get out of the, or it, the all sorts of things. Number one, that it, it may simply be a very helpful means of balancing past life karma or, or releasing, you know, dissolving the past karma or resolving it um, <clears throat> by death of a certain, by death at a, at a, you know, not an old age, by a certain illness in one or this incarnation. It also may be that some of these spiritual teachers and leaders that you think are so great are not. They have distortions that you don't see. Common. And when they are scandals, it's just that case. But they don't all have scandals. But they're not all arhats, <laughs> also. So, you know, let the buyer beware. But um, dying young, um, what, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s? Uh, doesn't always mean some kind of spiritual or metaphysical failure that we may think it does. It may. <laughs> it may not. It may be very highly related to past lives and the carry into this life that is the basis of higher self incarnative pre-programming, you know, pre-programmed catalyst, which may from the start have included the idea that, okay, I'll die at uh, 64 of this illness or in the 60s or something like that. that that's not unusual. So, <clears throat> it's very subtle, all this. 98.13, does the cat Fairchild have any of these prob problems? Any of the same type of problem? And Ross said, not at this space-time nexus. And, and sometimes a lesser evolved, now Fairchild, harvestable or not, I don't know. Fairchild, the cat, not having these problems, may not have any physiological pathology and may be not harvestable too. <laughs> so sometimes people who are less developed have less pathology. 
And people who are more developed, or souls, or animals, and humans who are more developed, have more pathology. How about that? So, it's not that, you know, we should not be uh, simple-minded, rigid-minded about these things. <clears throat> Karma is very deep, and, uh, you know, Gautama called it an imponderable, an inconceivable. Better to acknowledge how little we can know. Uh, and so, uh, physical pathology is in and of itself not a sign um, of low, lesser development. Um, having the robes and having a thousand people love him and her as a great teacher doesn't isn't itself also a sign of development <laughs> or negative or positivity. They may be, you know, laying down a trick, and uh, but it is not unusual that a lesser evolved human or animal, I guess, may have less pathology or less psychopathology, physical or psychological, uh, because um, the complications of mind haven't um, gotten so, uh, are, aren't so great yet. 98.14, would or is it necessary, was it necessary for the cat Gandalf to be a mind-body-spirit complex, harvestable third density, to have the anger result in cancer? Ross said no. And that's also interesting. Um, it's not... <clears throat> um, it wasn't necessary for Gandalf to have the uh, anger, the held anger, become cancer uh, for it to become harvestable. <laughs> so there are other ways that animals and humans can become harvestable uh, without having um, mental distortion um, somatize or become psychosomatic and um, manifest in bodily illness. That's not necessary for harvestability. It's not the only... It's not necessarily a way to gaining harvestability. In some cases, it is, though. There are some people who would <clears throat> have the incarnative plan or flow that higher self determined that an incurable terminal illness that they have to live with for 2 or 5 or 10 or 20 years may be just the right catalyst for them to to um, develop and um, and in, in, in integrate deeply um, love and compassion for self that leads to them, you know, breaking through to fifty one percent or becoming harvestable. That happens too. Ninety eight fifteen. Don follows up. Says then any mind body complex, meaning animal, can develop cancer as a result of anger. Is it correct? This is correct. So any animal, yes, can develop cancer as a, as a result of long-held um, attachment to anger. Yes. Um, and again, Fairchild, the cat, who may not be harvestable, um, may not have that issue at all. <clears throat> um, a less complex, a less developed being may have a less complex mind. They may have also a weaker mind or less well-developed functions of mind, but by that lesser-developed mind and spirit complex, they may not be creating distortions or holding them and creating them and holding them uh, sufficient to cause symptomology like cancer. So there are all sorts of um, cross-currents here. Rock continues, 98.15, At this time, we would break our routine by making an observation we observe the following coincidence. Firstly, 
the congestion of this instrument's throat due to the flow of mucus caused by energized allergic reaction has, at this point, <coughs> my own, become such that we may safely predict the probability-possibility vortex approaching certainty that within one half of an hour we shall need to depart from this working. Secondly, as we noted the above, as we noted the above, the sound vibration made by one of your sound vibration recording devices was audible to us. Uh, if this group desires, it may choose to have sessions which are brought to an ending soon after this sound vibration occurs. This decision would ensure the minimal distortions within the instrument towards the discomfort comfort within the throat until the effects of the magical working of your fifth density companion have been removed. And so those two observations here, one, Ross saying, <clears throat> based on um, mucus buildup, um, energized and energized allergic reaction. So mucus buildup as allergic reaction, then energized by, it seems, the magical working of the 5D negative entity, um, would likely, in 30 minutes, get to the point where Ra would need to end the session. And therefore, <clears throat> Don should know that in terms of when they decide to wrap uh, this session or any session up. And um, the sound vibration made by one of your sound vibration recording devices is probably the end of a tape, the, the end of recording on a side of a tape, the end of the recording of a tape or one side of a tape was audible to them or a click or a noise from the tape recorder. <clears throat> and I think it's probably the end of one side recording or one you know, segment of recording. And Ra is saying that it may be helpful to wrap up the session soon after you hear that noise or, you know, a segment of recording ends. Uh, that would help um, not push Carla towards greater discomfort uh, within the throat, not get it to a point where Ra had to leave quickly uh, until the, you know, energizing of the allergic reaction of the mucus is reduced because um, the 5D negative uh, entity is not avail is not is not there is no longer able to do that. <clears throat> so um, many times, I mean, you know, again, negative entities are 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 in this environment, <laughs> obviously, non physically, astrally, and of higher dimensions associated with Earth's 3D. And um, they do work on positive entities um, regularly, positively oriented people like wanderers, um, and do all sorts of things that amp up our, our distortions, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, if they can. So one should be reasonable and understand that. 98.16, Don said, that's perfectly fine with us. That noise occurs at the 45-minute time since the tape is 45 minutes on a side. I would just ask as a final question then, <clears throat> if the new table that Jim has built for the appurtenances is satisfactory to hold them, since it will give us more room to walk around the bed, and if it is better to leave it in its natural condition as it is, or to coat it with linseed oil or varnish or paint? Very specific question. <clears throat> uh, so yes, it's the ending of a side of the tape. Uh, Jim built a table and um, 
is it good enough? Is it good? <laughs> Don's asking. And should we code it or not? And that's an interesting question, of course, because <clears throat> um, finishing, so they say, the table uh, by what? Lead-based chemical toxic paint? Possibly. Um, certainly changes the, the dynamics in the room, the uh, air, and also their personal experience there, and also perhaps metaphysics. And Ra <clears throat> comments on that, and that's another interesting point. Ra says, we view this appurtenance, the table, it sings with joy. The pine vibrates in praise. Much investment of this working in wood has been done. It is acceptable. We may suggest it be left either as it is or rubbed with the oil, <clears throat> which also is easily magnetized and holds the proffered vibration to a profound extent. Well, how about that? So, Don, uh, Jim, like Yeshua, the carpenter, um, invested <clears throat> this table with love and thanksgiving and joy. Because this table basically was holding, I guess, the appurtenances um, above her, you know, uh, behind her head, such as Bible, chalice, censer, candle, whatever they had there. And Ross says, the pine vibrates in praise. So Jim did a holy working on the table. And so this much, in, much investment of this working in wood has been done much in spiritual, magical um, praise and joy and thanksgiving investment was done by Jim in his construction. <clears throat> and yes, it's not a good idea to paint it, but you could rub it with, um, with the oil also, like linseed oil, uh, easily magnetized. The magnetized means um, easily receiving and holding the the metaphysical charge or a metaphysical charge by the intention of the group or gym uh, to appreciate you know um, its existence and its use and uh, its place in their group and so it holds um, the offered vibration profoundly the word preferred um, is an old word which means to put forward something for someone to accept, a tendering or an offering. So it's just proffered as offered. <clears throat> so um, that's just interesting for anybody who um, does woodworking and cabinetry. You can invest in love. Likewise, when you're cooking, investing the food with love. Likewise, whatever you're, <laughs> whatever you're working with, your computer or your table, <clears throat> um, whatever objects that you make use of in the life, in the day, um, can be praised and appreciated and, um, you know, transmitted love to. So, uh, they did a good, good working here. Getting close to the end, 9817. Close to the end, Don says, I was wondering if this would be an appropriate time to end, since the tape recorder has clicked some time ago. <clears throat> Ra said, this is a matter for your discrimination. The instrument remains open to our use, although, as we have noted, the physical distortions begin to mount. And so Ra had said that there's about 30 minutes to go before the mucus in the throat gets to the point where they have to leave. And Don is wondering, 
now can I go? Should we go? <clears throat> and Ross said, it's fine. It's up to you. <laughs> you don't have to stretch every session to the max. And just as a mm, notes on the degradation of language and the PC fascism afoot globally, this word discrimination does not only mean racism, sexism, hating, you know, <clears throat> you're bad, bad discriminator. Discrimination also means discernment. <laughs> so you can take words back from the communist PC police. And um, discrimination is an important word. It doesn't, obviously, you know, the main meaning is not racism against any particular group, discriminating against. There's also discriminating um, what is, which really is a fine, it's a fine word, I think, um, very delicate, like the word discernment, uh, but it has a little more force with the cur discrimination, <clears throat> uh, because there is a bit of will and effort needed um, to push mind to see sharply. Discernment, discrimination require or are associated with sharp seeing, right? Yes, I want to go there, and you know, I also don't. <laughs> I'm afraid, <clears throat> and I'm not sure. And at some level, I don't really know if I really want, and I like to do it, and I fantasize about doing it. <laughs> oh, so the complex 3D mind, uh, full of internal contradiction, um, all existing simultaneously. Uh, knowing the mind, knowing oneself this way, I would say is a kind of discrimination uh, of what is. Uh, in terms of one psychological process or desires or conflict conflicts <clears throat> that requires effort and will to get to it's not easy actually to see finely and find distinctions so anyway um, it's up to Don and the group or Don at this point to end here and he does 9818 think we had better clothes to maintain the instruments physical energy and I'll ask if there's anything that we can do to improve the contact or make the instrument more comfortable. And Ra gives the closing, saying, All is well. We find your concerns appropriate. We leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one, Adonai. <clears throat> and so that ends session 98. Session 99... And this will be not the whole hour. Session 99 <clears throat> is also, um, I would say, 50% uh, or more um, presenting material from Book 5 or what was put into Book 5 or personal information. More about psychic reading. <clears throat> and um, there were some real troubles going on. And again, we're approaching the end of the contact at 106. This is 99 in the last decade. And interestingly, session 98 <clears throat> was September 24, 1982. Session 99 was November 18, nearly a month later. And so a lot had happened, and they were going through a, a lot of challenges. Um, they were in great disharmony, as Jim said in session 99. <clears throat> but Don is able to uh, pull out of the personal material and 
further discuss um, some of the cards of tar the tarot cards associated with uh, mind cycle, uh, particularly transformation of mind. And Ra gives some very interesting long answers about <clears throat> transformation of mind um, in the mind cycle. Bear in mind that, <clears throat> uh, let me just see this. Uh, transformation of mind is, I believe, card six, and I can't find my chart, but <clears throat> I guess that's what it is. And uh, the mind cycle obviously is critical to an understanding of um, the archetypes in the deep mind. Um, it runs the show. So anyway, in the next session, ninety-nine. We're going to look more back into the tarot uh, and what transformation of mind is all about. So, with that said, and today less than an hour, I hope it was helpful. Uh, please take good care of yourselves. See you next time, and good night.